welcome to the Lotco Business Podcast, a show all about helping you as a retailer, brand, or creative understand the actual business side of running your business. I offer straightforward, practical advice about the nitty-gritty of making money from your creative passion. We will be covering bite-sized business and marketing lessons, as well as interviews with experts and trailblazers in the fashion, homewares, and design industries. My name is Melissa Robbins. I'm a business coach, colour-loving, non-coffee-drinking Melbourneian. Let's get into it. Hello, and welcome to today's episode. My name is Melissa Robbins. I am bringing you today some thing that I just have been thinking about a little bit because I've started seeing it a lot with clients and I've started seeing it in lots of people that I speak to and talk to, whether it's the in-person, you know, couch sessions that I have or whether it is someone in my um, group coaching program. What I see is there's a few particular mindsets of belief issues that I see come up again and again. And I just wanted to touch on these because I know some people, you know, don't believe that mindset is part of business, but I truly believe that mindset is a big part of um, success in business and being able to cope as a business owner because it is such a big part of running your own business that you need to, you know, stay strong, you need to have resilience, you need to have persistence, you need to have skills to be able to bounce back when things are hard because they can be hard and business is hard. It's definitely not easy and it's not for everyone. Entrepreneurship is something that um, definitely takes some um, you know, particular skills for people to be able to manage and cope with. And so I just wanted to touch on a few today because I believe that these are a couple of little things that come up again and again that um, maybe you can work through. All right. So, and it's also the reason in my program, so I always start with this sort of thing as well, like mindset is such a big issue. Um, some people sort of switch off when they hear that word or, or that term, but it is something that I think everyone can get better at and everyone can start working through. And having that growth mindset is a really important factor as well. So just in case you don't know, a limiting belief is a thought or state of mind that you think is the absolute truth and it might stop you from doing certain things. These beliefs don't always have to be about yourself. They could just be about the world, how the world works, ideas, and all that sort of thing. And they come from childhood, from your experiences, from you know the people you interact with, um, the responses you get from people. All of those things are built up over time and they create the, um, the world that you live in and, and how you see things. And sometimes it only takes one person to have said something to you years ago for you to hold on to that and carry that with you for a lifetime. So, you know, I'm sure everyone's got an experience of a teacher saying, something to you or your parents saying that oh you know that you're you're the shy one so the limiting belief is like it's a judgment you about yourself that you think to be true and that you you hold the state that you think is true you may have heard it before from abraham hicks which is about a belief is only a thought and but that belief that you have and that thought that you continue to have is going to continue to impact you so really understanding that you control those thoughts and you control your beliefs can really have an impact on that law of attraction and what you bring into your life as well. All right, one of the limiting beliefs that I believe can hold you back from growing in your business is having a scarcity mindset. Focusing on that, you know, that competition that if someone else um, has a sale, then you can't get a sale. If someone else is creating a candle, then you can't create a candle or whatever your product might be. Now, there's an abundance of customers out there. And so really making sure that you make that switch between scarcity and to abundance mindset to know that 
it's you're in control of what you do. You don't just go around, you know, talking about, well, I can't I can't make my business work because there's someone else who's got that product or look at that person over there with, you know, all those sales that they're getting from their business and that means that there's going to be less sales from me. There are so many customers out in the world and the more I always talk about this in my um in my sessions and stuff as well, that every single day I find out about a new brand, I find out about a new retail store, I find out about a new location that I've never heard of before. There are so many different customers out there. There are so many different stores out there. There are so many different brands out there and there's enough room for everyone. So really making sure that you focus on that abundance mindset and not that scarcity because it can really impact the way you go about your business. You can't you can't control what other people do, but what you can control is how much you put out there. So instead of having that mindset of, you know, things aren't going well, no one's buying right now, um, you know, things are slow, which can be the case for a lot of people right now. There's definitely a lot of brands struggling, a lot of stores struggling. But I can tell you from my, you know, work with lots of different types of clients, there's a lot of stores who and a lot of brands who are not struggling right now. And what they are focusing on is what they can control. They can control their output. They can control how many stores they reach out to. They can control what sort of, you know, tweaks and changes they make to their website. They can control if they're spending money on Facebook ads or if they are, you know, doing email marketing. So focusing on what you can control and not focusing on that scarcity side of things um, is going to make a big difference to your business. So really making sure that you dive into that a little bit more about, you know, that abundance mindset and have that attitude that there's enough customers for everyone. You don't need every customer. Anyone who's ever bought a pair of jeans and a pair of shoes or sneakers knows that the sneaker and jean companies, you know, it's don't stop producing those things. There's always new designs. There's always new colors. There's always new shapes. There's always new innovations. They are going to keep selling. They don't sit there and think, oh, there's enough pairs of jeans that I can't, you know, I shouldn't design a new pair. That is not the case because people will keep consuming and you don't need a huge part of the audience. You only need a little segment and a little section to make it worthwhile. Obviously, it depends on what your audience is and who you're servicing and how unique your product is as well. But you don't need to have every customer. You just need some customers and know that there's enough out there for everyone. All right, belief number two is that more sales means more work. Now, obviously, if you're in a handmade business, this may be the case, but as you scale and as you grow, it may allow you to introduce new systems into your business and new automations, which then help you produce more product um, for less time with better systems in place. And you know, a lot of people, I feel like they almost reject the sales or sabotage their sales because they're scared about how much that means they're going to have to do. So if this is the case with your business, maybe think about, you know, what you can do to set yourself up so that it doesn't, that you're not blocking the sales because you're almost self-sabotaging thinking, I actually don't want any more sales because it's going to mean more work for me. So what systems do you need to put in place in your business? Maybe you get to outsource your pack into a 3PL. When I first started working with a client years ago, you know, we we analysed and looked into what she was spending her time doing and most of it was packing orders and she had them all over her kitchen bench and all over her, you know, lounge room. And it got to the point, I'm like, why are you spending time doing that? Like that is not a task that you need to do. That is something that you can either outsource to someone else and they come in and do it for you or you get your, um, your you know, a 3PL or your printer to actually do it for you. Yes, you will pay more money. 
but the money, the the time that you will save and the energy you will save and the stress that you will save um, is going to be way worth more than that time, you know, that what you're actually going to have to spend on that. And talking about 3PLs, that is something that um, I always encourage if you're at the point of, you know, sending out multiple, multiple orders a day, that is something that I ideally you would outsource to someone else because the cost of the 3PL, which is a third-party logistic warehouse, can be offset by, you know, the time and energy factor and the storage factor and also that they have lower shipping rates as well. So if that's something that you need to do, have a little think about it. You don't want to block any more sales coming into your self-sabotaging because you believe then that that means more work. More sales should not mean more work. They should more mean more streamline and ease of processes that you have in place in your business as well. All right, the third limiting belief um, is the way that you speak to yourself. So that negative self-talk. So often I hear you know, I even, I hear with my kids and stuff like that too. Like, you know, I'm so busy. I'm so stressed. I don't have enough time. So the language that you use and the way you speak to yourself can have such a big impact on, on your subconscious, on the, you know, the way that you go about your day and the way you set yourself up as well for, you know, even the way you start your day. So have a little think about, you know, the way that you speak to yourself, the, the language that you use, the commonalities that come up. Are you always saying, I've got no time. I've got no time. Are you always saying, I'm so stressed, I'm so overwhelmed? You know, like what are you saying? What do, what can you do to reframe the words and the, the way that you speak to yourself? You know, instead of saying, I've got, you know, I don't have enough time, you know, even just thinking, I've got enough time to do the, you know, the priority tasks on my list. Some of these things I'm not going to get finished, but I'm going to prioritize doing these things. Things like um, people say, I'm, I'm no good at sales. You know, I'm, I don't want to show up um, because I'm no good at it. How about reframing that? in a way that, you know, I'm, I've got some work to do on my sales, but I, at least I'm actually trying and it's got potential to improve. So really changing the way that you speak to yourself, the way that you actually action that as well. Another one that I see come up, uh, well, I hear come up again and again is I'm no good at tech. Um, you know, not everyone's an expert in every area of technology, but it's definitely something I think that you can reframe in that I'm not, um, you know, I'm not able to understand everything that I get in front of me, but I'm willing to grow and learn and take the time to actually, you know, improve my skills in this area. So just changing the way that you speak, you know, can really have a big impact on the on your day-to-day as well. I'm actually going to dive into this in a much deeper way in a different episode with a psychologist too. So that's really going to help clarify all those things and really what it's doing to the brain by you speaking that way as well. So just to reiterate, a limiting belief is that state of mind or belief that you have about yourself that restricts you in some way. It keeps you in it keeps you in a place of negative negativity and fear and stops you from experiencing new things because you or new opportunities because you believe that you're not good at certain things or that you're not capable of that or that there's a reason that um, you can't do that, essentially. And everyone has different ones. Everyone has different versions or extreme levels of them as well. Um, what it's about, though, is figuring out what yours might be and really starting to be self-aware about the way you speak to yourself, the language you use, the, the way that you start your day. And it's one of those things, I think I've got it in one of my programs where Jay Shetty talks about, you know, like, would you speak to your sister like this? Would you speak to your best friend like this? And if the words that come out of your mouth about yourself are one of those things that you would never say to someone else, that is really impacting your um, self-worth then as well. Limiting beliefs also, uh, they're also there to protect you. Like you sort of think, oh, 
I say that to myself so then I won't get hurt. I won't test myself. I won't get myself out of my comfort zone because I believe that I'm not going to get success in that area anyway. And it's just easy for me to say I'm no good at that um, rather than me test and fail and, try, and you know see how I go. So it's really about making sure that you start to be aware of what you might be saying to yourself. What are some common things that you might be saying? Talked about a couple here that um, may impact your success as a business owner if you've got some of these limiting beliefs in place. You know, one of them that you've got that real scarcity mindset that you're really focused on what what's not there and what competition is and what other people are doing and not worried about and not thinking in an abundance mindset that can really make a difference to how you go about your business and how you take action and you can control what you can control as well. The other one is the belief that more sales means more work and are you self-sabotaging if you if this is the case for you? What things can you put in place in your business to really help you if that's something that you feel you might be doing? Um, probably don't even realise that you're doing it, to be honest. Um, is it something you think about now, though, that does scare you if you had a huge amount of sales? What would happen? And then also that negative self-talk, like how are you speaking to yourself? How are you going about your day how what sort of thoughts pop into your head about yourself that may be holding you back from growing as a as a person as a a business as well so have a little think about what those limiting beliefs might be and let's just make taking note like really starting to you know even if you put it in your notes in your phone or write it down in a journal when you when you come across these things and being aware of this that even is the case you can start to pick up patterns and start to pick up trends of what you might say to yourself and really start to think about you know is this belief accurate where does this come from? Is this fact or this is just what someone has said to you once or, you know, you believe to be true because you've had a um, negative experience in some way? How can you reframe it or rewrite it in a way and change the um, language that you used and the way you speak to yourself so that you can help move past that limiting belief? Now, these aren't things that you can just fix instantly that you're like, oh, no, I'm aware of it and now it's all fixed and I'm fine again. Um, These things take some work. They take uncovering. They take exploring. They take getting to know yourself. But really just starting to think about the way that you view the world and the way that you speak to yourself, how that can impact your business and your life and your personal life as well, of course. But really starting to analyse and review If it's, you know, the people you're surrounding yourself with, the information you're consuming, how is that making you feel? How is that impacting the way that you then, you know, take action in your business and actually move forward and, you know, start to change things as well? Let me know if this is something that's been of interest to you, if this is something that's made you think about these things. I'd really love to hear your feedback and to really get some insights about, you know, what sort of things you you may have discovered about yourself or the way you're speaking to yourself after you've been listening to this. I'd really love to hear more about it because often it's a case that you're not even aware that you speak to yourself this way. You're not even aware that you have a scarcity mindset. I remember, I think it was about four to five years ago that I started to hear more pe- more and more people talk about scarcity and abundance and I was like, what are they talking about? I think it's only such a new revelation for me personally as well and it's one of those things that oh, I didn't realise that I did that and, you know, I've done a lot of work in the last few years on money mindset and, um, you know, working on the way that you view the world and the actions that you take every day, the way that you, like I hardly consume any news because it just does not make me feel good and it doesn't um, help me go about, you know, starting my day reading all this negativity and, you know, the people talking about interest rates and so on and so on. Like 
I can control certain things and I can definitely control what I consume. And so I've made those choices, you know, deliberate choices as well. And the way that I start my day, the way that I move, you know, take um, the way that I've started journaling, all different things that really can start making an impact on your mindset, the way that you view the world and the way that you, you know, start your day in a positive way. It's definitely one of those things I've started exploring more and more with clients, working on more in my programs and really starting to add those elements into my business because mindset is a big piece of the puzzle of success. And it is definitely not all about strategy, which I am huge on. I love strategy. It is one of my favorite things to do and to talk about what are the action steps, what are we going to do? But I can see now that mindset plays a really big important part in the business as well and in you know your you as a person and your successes and what you're able to achieve so it's definitely something that I want to dive into even as I said I'm going to have a psychologist on to talk about the negative self-talk and those of you who might know me well um, might know that it is going to be my husband Ben um, who is a clinical psychologist and he works in the field of mental health and well-being one of the things he explores and can really explain quite well is how that negative self-talk has an impact on you because I've heard him speak to our kids about it, you know, in terms of, you know, the more you say you're stressed, the more you say that you, you know, continue to repeat those words to yourself, this is talking about my daughter when she went through year 12, that it's not going to help you. It is not going to be the way to move past that and to move forward through that and move through anxiety or stress that you know, obviously people do feel it. There's not saying that's not the case, but the more you say say that to yourself, that's not going to help. Anyway, I'm getting divergent onto what's going to happen in the next few episodes, but I will definitely bring that to you and let me know if there's something you're really keen to hear about and want to explore more as well. Thank you so much for listening. I am trying to get more episodes out and trying to get more consistent in these episodes as well. And I guess that's one of those things like even that made me think about this episode is like, am I qualified enough to talk about this? Is this is something that, you know, I should be talking about? I'm no expert in it. I'm not a psychologist and so on, but I'm just telling you what I've seen and just sharing my experience of over the years, you definitely see patterns. You definitely see things come up again and again. So I just wanted to share that and I really hope it's helped. And I look forward to sharing more with you in the next couple of weeks. And yeah, let me know what you think. And please, if you are up for it and if you're able to, and if you can, I think you can only do it on Apple. If you could review the podcast, it would mean so much to me because I'd really appreciate, you know, being able to share with more people and getting it out there. And yeah, it helped me know that you are loving what you're hearing or what episodes are really hitting home for you. So love to hear it. I um, look forward to sharing more with you soon. Okay. Thank you so much for listening to the Lotco Business Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure you subscribe to receive future episodes as they are released. And I'd be so, so grateful for a review on Apple Podcast. If you would like a copy of the show notes or any of the links mentioned today, please jump onto my website at thelotco.com.au forward slash podcast. Have an amazing week and I look forward to chatting to you again soon.